power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. All right. Just lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say I declare that this morning my heart is open. Say I declare that my spirit is open. Say I declare that my mind is open. Say this morning I declare that my spirit is ready. Say, I declare that my mind is ready. Say, I declare that my heart is ready to receive from God. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. We thank God for a beautiful Sunday morning like this. Amen. And uh, fortunately or unfortunately, it's the, it's the last Sunday for the ban on noise making. I mean, I have enjoyed the, the services without the instruments. It's, it's, it's a welcome change. But the instruments too are good. Hallelujah. Aha, they are good. If you have this four, four Sundays in a month, it's, it's, it's powerful. And it's also a time for our technical and organizing team to rest a bit. You understand? I know they like this time of the year. They, they, they love the God traditional council. Because <laughs> they give them the chance to, to, to rest <laughs> a little. Because, I mean, their, their job is not easy at all. Saturday evening here. I mean, setting up the sound alone on the average takes like two, three hours, right? Yeah. The sound that we take for granted takes about two, three hours to tune. Let's appreciate the, the technical and organizing team. It is a, a one-month leave well-deserved. <laughs> one-month leave very well-deserved. Hallelujah. You know, I, I said something um, during... Give me Luke one twenty-six, King James. I said something during the hour of visitation. And I repeated it on Friday at the prayer meeting. I mean, if you were at the prayer meeting on Friday. Yeah, it was, it was a great prayer meeting. And... Um, we, we, we thank God. I mean, we, we can have prayer meetings, powerful prayer meetings without instruments. So it was it was very, very, very powerful. Very, 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 very powerful. But start getting yourselves ready. Our middle of the year fasting and prayer will be announced soon. Yeah. So, at the beginning of the year, it's called takeoff. So, the middle of the year one is called recharge. So, we are recharging our batteries. Hallelujah. So get ready for Recharge 2022. The date will be announced very soon. All right. It says, In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth. Hallelujah. And we are in the sixth month. The Lord just led me to this scripture. You know, in other versions, they talk about in the sixth month of uh, Elizabeth's pregnancy. and That's not what I'm interested in. In the sixth month, the angel was sent from God. And we are in the sixth month. And this month, may you experience angelic ministrations. May you experience angelic assistance. 
may you receive angelic visitations in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You may sit down. We are continuing with our series on the spirit realm. So today, I'm going to speak to you on the angelic realm. Alright, the angelic realm. The angelic realm. School of ministry people are excited. I know you've forgotten a lot of the things that you've forgotten. So this is revision for you. Yes. <laughs> Today I'll share with you some of the things I shared with the people in the school of ministry some months back. The exam you wrote on it, I'll release it just before we resume. I'll release the results just before you resume. <laughs> and we are resuming the second Friday of July. We are resuming School of Ministry the second Friday of July. Alright? So, please take note of it. Alright, so, the angelic realm. The angelic realm. How many of you have heard about angels? You've heard about angels. Hey, those of you who are down, you've not heard that there's something called an angel. Hey! Alright. You know, there are a lot of assumptions where the subject of angels is concerned and today we are going to use the scriptures to realign our thinking all right there are a lot of misconceptions you see when when you've not looked into something you make assumptions like this my flask you don't know what is inside i've been drinking from it you can assume somebody will assume it is that is inside and it gives me strength from day to day and it will never lose its power. <laughs> uh, this man, this thing he's been drinking. <laughs> so you will make assumptions and there will be wrong assumptions. Hallelujah. For the avoidance of doubt, it is water. That is in this one. For some of you, your minds are very fertile. Thinking some concoction. A mixture of oil. It's water. It is simple water. That I drink. Hallelujah. The flask is just meant to keep it cold. Uh-huh. I'm explaining. Nowadays, more thing. No. People, if you leave gaps, eh, people will fill it for you nicely. Uh-huh. So that's that's the reason for this one. Alright. So there are a lot of things people assume where the subject of angels are concerned. And we are going to use the scriptures to realign our minds. Alright. And as we are learning about the spirit realm, you need to know the truth. So that when you encounter one, you know that this is an angel and not necessarily a demon. Because as you realize that some of them, eh, if you see them, (laughs) you will start saying the name of Jesus (laughs) to an angel. Uh Because there are different types of angels. Today, basically what I'm going to teach you will be the types of angels and then the work of angels. Just that. If I say I'll do everything, we'll need about two or three sessions. I want to do everything or finish everything where the subject of angels is concerned in this one sitting. Hallelujah. All right. So, for example, I mean, people ask me, does everybody have a guardian angel? That's a question people ask. Um, What I can tell you from scripture is that children have specific angels assigned to them 
I don't know whether they follow us into adulthood. I can't make that assumption. But children have specific angels. Let's look at Matthew chapter 18 verse 10. And this was Jesus himself speaking. This was Jesus himself speaking. He said, Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. We're talking about children. For I say unto you that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my father which is in heaven. Hallelujah. Say they are angels. They are means it's it's this. They are for them. All right. So I know children, and you see the word despise there. When you read the original Greek, the New Testament was written in Greek. The word for despise there is is it katanafreo or katafreneo? <laughs> I think it's katafreneo. One of them. One of them. Kata something. Aha. Uh-huh. But it means a lot of things. It means to disesteem. It means to disrespect. It means to look down upon. It means to maltreat. Mm. So this is a warning Jesus Christ is giving to people who maltreat children. The wicked teachers in school. <laughs> they will beat the children as if they are possessed. <laughs> Some teachers, they will look for the smallest reason not everybody heads on the table. Lash your back. In fact, now lashing is not the lashing we knew in our days. Oh, no! Even you people, the lashing you people had is not the lashing we had. <laughs> Those days, lashing was lashing. As part of your prospectus, when you are going to school, add cane. So one class, there are many canes because they will be used. Frequently, I remember when we were going to classes, there was the teacher we were going to meet. He's like, he was a legend <laughs> when it comes to lashing. And it's like, we were all afraid. And the long vacation between class five and class six, he went to drink, he got drunk, and he broke his hand. I'm sure God was listening to the prayers. <laughs> Of the little children. So for first term, second term, third term, the man couldn't use his hands well. He was always in what do you call it, plaster of Paris and things like that. He couldn't. And then the last part of the third term, when we're about to leave, they remove the thing for you. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> hey. This time it wasn't Kenny, he was beating with you. You know that tree, Christmas tree? You know the Christmas tree? Uh-huh. He will send somebody to go and cut it with... You know Christmas tree has some funny leaves be inside. He says, don't remove the leaves. <laughs> so the branch like that, with the leaves. And he will tell you to, <laughs> to put your head on the table. And you lash your back, oh, the back of your neck. By the time he finishes, you are covered in leaves. <laughs> What was I saying before the lashing matter crack inside? Yes, if you maltreat children, there's a warning that the angels are standing before God. They will tell God something, or your prayers will, will lock. Mm. So don't maltreat children. You see, that is why those who defile children and stuff like that, they will not go scot free. 
No, no, you, you will receive your reward here on earth. Uh, you will receive your reward here on earth. The Bible says, be not deceived, for God is not mocked. When Bible starts talking ahead, don't be deceived. It means it's a serious matter. It says, for whatever you shall sow, the same shall you reap. All right? So, on, on the subject of guardian angels, that's, that's the best I can tell you. That as for children, yes, we know there are specific angels. But as to whether when you reach a certain age and they leave your matter for you, I cannot tell. Hallelujah. All right. But at least we know God sends angels to guard us. He says, I'll give my angels charge over you that your foot shall not be dashed against the stone. As to whether it's one particular angel that, they can, that you can call your angel. Like how they are saying they are angel, they are angels. I can't tell. All right. So we want to look at angels in general. We'll look at the types of angels, and then we'll look at the functions of angels, what they they actually do. Let's read Hebrews chapter one, verse fourteen. Hebrews chapter one, verse fourteen. Angels are for us. Hallelujah. They are meant to help us. They are meant to do so many things. And Paul is saying that, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who were, shall be heirs of salvation? Who are the heirs of salvation? It's you and I. Those of us who have accepted the finished work of the cross. And so these angels who are ministering spirits, I mean, I can give you point number one. Angels are spirits. But I believe you know <laughs> that angels are spirits. I believe you know that angels were created by God. All right, but one important thing you need to know is that angels were there before the earth was created. I don't want to bother you with when you need the scriptures and look for those who are in the school of ministry, they'll give you all the scriptures for that one. In fact, I go on, I'll point out some people to give me some of the scriptures. Yes, aha. were actually there when God was creating the world, the earth and they were applauding they were giving God facts can anybody school of ministry give me the scripture for that one okay you give me the book the book, it's in Job, yes so Job what okay when you say we'll project, we'll see whether it is so or not <laughs> you see your life <laughs> Uh-huh. Job 38 7. Okay. You project it. Let's see whether he's right or wrong. Job 38 7. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the morning starts. It means angels sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy. Let's see the, the, the one before, rather. Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened, or who laid the cornerstone thereof? Give me NLT and let's see whether it will make it a little clearer. Give me NLT. It says, What supports its foundations and who laid its cornerstone? Verse 7. It says, As the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for it. There's a particular version that, that puts the whole thing better. Um, please, please look for it for me. Okay, so basically, when the earth was being founded, when the earth was being created, these angelic beings were more or less applauding. They were giving God fans, yeah. 
that you are doing a good job. Hallelujah. All right. When it comes to the types of angels, I'm going to take them one by one, and we are going to see that we have different types of angels. All right. The first type of angel is the one I'll call the unclassified or unspecified type of angel. Okay. For that type of angel, all we are told is that they shine. That is all. That's all that we are told. Nothing else is said about them. Let's read. Um, let's read Mark chapter 16, verse 5. Mark chapter 16, verse 5. Mark chapter 16, verse 5. He said, and entering into the sepulchre, when Jesus had resurrected, right, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment, and they were affrighted. The next verse, and he said unto them, Be not affrighted. King James can't be somewhere. <laughs> Say, afraid. <laughs> Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they lay him. Hallelujah. All right. Let's look at um, Matthew chapter 28, verse 3. Matthew chapter 28, verse 3. It says, His countenance was like lightning, and his raiment white as snow. All right. Okay, so this is like the general unclassified type of angel. There are other scriptures you can write down Luke chapter 24, verse 4, Revelation 10, 1, and then Revelation 18, 1. Today we say we'll read all the scriptures, we'll not finish. All right, so that's the, the general type of angel, and I believe that is the, the, the type we usually represent. Like, um, and did you have that, that, that one? Yes. The one we see with the wings and we are not told they have wings and stuff like that. All we know is that they shine. All we know is that they shine. Aha, uh-huh. this is the, the, the one that we have in mind when we talk about an angel. Yeah, baby face, nice cheeks, nice hair, but always shining. Aha. Uh-huh. But you see, in, in all of those scriptures, we are not even told they have wings. We are not told anything. All we are told is that they shine all right so that is the the general unclassified type of angel now let's move to another type of angel called the archangel the archangel now a lot of people make assumptions when it comes to the subject of the archangel um you hear people say things like the archangels in the bible were gabriel michael and Lucifer but according to the Bible as we have it from Genesis to Revelation without any additions the only angel that was described as an archangel was Michael Michael you are happy <laughs> it was only Michael so let's read Jude 9 or Jude 1 9 Jude has only one what do you call it that's the only time an angel is referred to as an archangel. 
I mean, if you find any other scripture, you can tell me. He said, Yet Michael, the word archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. Does not bring against him a railing accusation. He said, The Lord rebuke thee. There's a lot of revelation behind this particular scripture. Because this is a situation where Michael is contending with Satan or the devil for the body of Moses. As to why, I don't know. I thought it was families and things that disputed over bodies. But when you're a great man, <laughs> every part of your, your, your life is in contention. Moses, from the time he was born, his life was in contention. They had to hide him and put him in a, what you call it, the river. And blah. Even his body, there was contention over his body. That's what happens when you're a great person. You know? And, I mean, you would expect Michael to handle Lucifer easily. He did that in heaven. He led that war and they drove him out. So why is it that this time he said he, he dared not bring an accusation against him? This is like a rematch of a boxing fight. Uh, let's say have to heavyweight champion against challenger. And you beat him the first match and there's a rematch. I mean, you expect that you'll be the favorite and you start as the favorite. But this time around, they said he dared not bring an accusation against the devil. The same person he whipped in heaven. And the reason is that the territory had changed. That fight was in heaven. Right now they were on earth disputing over the body of a man. So when it comes to things like spiritual warfare, territories and things like that also matter. Hallelujah. You see, on the earth, the authority over the earth was given to man. And man, out of his own disobedience, ceded that authority to the devil. That was why when the devil appeared to Jesus Christ in that temptation, he said, this world, it has all been given unto me. It wasn't God that gave it to him. It was Adam and Eve who willingly gave it over to him. Because the dominion mandate in Genesis 1.26 was given to Adam and Eve and by sinning and listening to what the devil said they ceded that authority over the territory of the earth to him so you realize that now it's like the fight was more or less on on the devil's home ground so those of you who like football when Manchester United is playing at Old Trafford they start as favorites because the crowd and everything is for them when they move away it becomes a more difficult game. Alright? These Madagascar people will whip 3-0 in Cape Coast. The capital of Madagascar is Antananarivo. We go to Antananarivo to go and play the second leg. You realize that it will not be as easy as the way the 3-0 we just mold them left and right as if they don't know how to play football. So territories are important. This is just by the way. Alright? So the point I'm trying to establish is that According to our Bible, from Genesis to Revelation, the only archangel is Angel Michael. If you find any other scripture that describes any other angel as an archangel, you can WhatsApp it to me. Alright? But as far as I'm concerned, this is the only scripture that describes an angel as an archangel. Alright? Alright. So that is the second category. The archangel. 
the archangel. The third category is a special kind of angel that the Bible refers to as the angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord. Everybody say the angel of the Lord. Now what is special about this angel is that most of the times that the term the angel of the Lord is used, you realize that the being being described has the qualities of God himself. It is not 100%, but 90 something percent of the time that it is used in the Bible, it is, it's like what you are describing seems like God himself. Let's read um, Genesis chapter 16, verse 10. Genesis chapter 16, verse 10. Genesis 16, 10. He said, And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed. This is to Hagar. I will multiply thy seed exceedingly, that it shall not be numbered for multitude. Multiplying somebody's seed is not the work of an angel. It is God's work, hallelujah, to multiply seed. Multiplying seed is more or less an act of creation. And angels don't have creative abilities. They themselves are creatures of God. They were created by God, all right? So you realize that this being being described as the angel of the Lord seems to have godlike qualities. In the same Genesis chapter 16, let's move to verse 13. Genesis 16:13. He says, "And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her." All right? It was described as the angel of the Lord in verse 10, but now it says, "To the name of the Lord that spake unto her, thou God seeth me." For she said, "Have I also here looked after him that seeth me?" Hallelujah. Alright, so that's one example of um, this being called the angel of the Lord actually having the attributes of God himself. Let's look at Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22, 11 to 12. Genesis 22, 11 to 12. It says, And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest who? God. Seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thy only son from me. It was God who asked Abraham to sacrifice his son. Alright? But here we are told that, And the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven. And he's saying that now I see that you fear me. It wasn't an angel that came and told Abraham to sacrifice his son. Okay? Are you getting the point I'm making? Oh, you are, you are scared. Uh-huh. Don't, don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> so, a lot of times in the Bible, when the term the angel of the Lord is used, it is referring to God himself. All right? So, we put that angel or whoever he is in another category. He appeared to Job. You can write down Genesis chapter 31, 11 to 13. Genesis chapter 32, 24 to 28. Genesis 48, 15 to 16. Moses also experienced the same one. Let's read Exodus chapter 3, verse 2 to 6. <clears throat> Moses' own. Exodus chapter 3, verse 2 to 6. He says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of the bush. You all know the story. 
the, the burning bush experience. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. Verse 3. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burned. Verse 4. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush. Now we are saying God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. Verse 5. And he said, draw not nigh hither. Put off thy shoes for, from off thy feet for the place whereon thou standest is holy ground. Verse 6. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father. I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. Hallelujah. Now the language has changed. Angel of the Lord. The angel of the Lord called out unto Moses from the midst of the burning bush. Now the language has changed, and it is sounding like it is God himself. So all these scriptures that I've given unto you, I've given to you, Joshua 15, 13 to 15 is also part. Judges 13, 21 to 22. All of them, you realize that when the term the angel of the Lord is used, whoever is being described there seems to have godlike features or godlike characteristics. All right. So we've talked about the general unclassified angel. We've talked about the archangel. We've talked about the angel of the Lord. Now, there is another type of angel called the seraphim. The seraphim. Let's read Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to 7. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to 7. I was telling you the other time that when you encounter, you have certain supernatural encounters, it makes you see your real self. Isaiah, before this verse, was talking big was saying big things and rebuking people. He said, In the year the king Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting, sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Verse 2. Above it stood the seraphims. Everybody say the seraphims. Each one had six wings. Okay, as twin and things are coming, let's go to NLT. People think we are talking about twins. <laughs> attending him were mighty seraphim each having six wings so the characteristics of seraphim they have six wings how many wings? six wings it says with two wings they covered their faces so they covered their faces with two with two they covered their feet and with two they flew so six wings so it's not like the the beautiful one that I showed you earlier on. This is a completely different type with six wings. Verse 3. He said, They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Hallelujah. They What they do is to worship God. They will say, Holy, 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 holy. That's what they say. There was only one point in time in scripture when they changed the song. That's when the Bible said they sang a new song. Hallelujah. Aha. Uh-huh. So there are times you come for worship and it will be one song. Don't say, ah, nah, sis, anyumne, sis, anyumne. change the song, change the song. 
the seraphim they sing holy holy they sing it's like holy holy and god is not bored with it hallelujah aha but you see if you are coming to lead us with that one to make sure it's the spirit of god that is leading you otherwise people will sit down <laughs> some will go outside <laughs> and the whole thing will become hard <laughs> you know but i'm just telling you that it, it is allowed hallelujah it'll just be one song one song one song like that they sang holy 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 until the bible said and they sang a new song and that was after there was silence in heaven the bible says for half an hour there was silence in heaven who is worthy to unlock the seal blah 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 when the solution was found out when they sang a new song all right so those are the seraphim so they have six wings with two they cover their faces two they cover and then with two they fly so if you have a vision and you see an angel with six wings most likely the seraphim that god is trying to show you hallelujah all right and then we have a very interesting group they are called the cherubim or the cherubs all right they are called the cherubs and when you read ezekiel chapter 10 ezekiel gives a very vivid description of the cherubs let's go to ezekiel chapter 10 ezekiel chapter 10 let's start from verse 1 he said in my vision i saw what appeared to be a throne of blue lapis lazuli <laughs> above the some of you didn't know there were words like this in the bible huh lapis lazuli what is lapis lazuli it's like a what it's a prayer it's not a prayer <laughs> it's a type of stone it's a type of stone it's a gem like how we have onyx and burial and there's one called lapis lazuli yeah above the crystal surface over the heads of the cherubim verse 2 then the lord spoke to the man in linen clothing and said go between the welling wheels beneath the cherubim and take a handful of burning coals and scatter them over the city he did this as i watched verse 3 the cherubim were standing at the south of the temple when the man went in and the cloud of glory filled the inner courtyard i know you are confused but you let's read <laughs> verse 4 then the glory of the lord rose up from above the cherubim and went over the door of the temple the temple was filled with this cloud of glory and the courtyard glowed brightly with the glory of the lord verse 5 the moving wings of the cherubim sounded like the voice of god almighty and could be heard even in the counter courtyard verse 6 there are certain things god doesn't let you see because you may not even survive after this i'll show you somebody made an animation of this scripture so that you see what the person saw the lord said to the man in the linen clothing he said go between the cherubim and take some burning coals from between the wheels so the man went in and stood beside one of the wheels verse 7 then one of the cherubim reached out his hand and took some live coals from the fire burning among them he put the coals into the hands of the man in linen clothing and the man took them and went out verse 8 all the cherubim had what looked like human hands under their wings verse 9 i looked and each of the four cherubim had a wheel beside him and the wheels sparkled like beryl 
See, these wheels, they are believed to be, some, some theologians believe they are also a type of angel called the orphaning. Verse, verse 10, it says, <laughs> All four wheels looked alike and were made the same. Each wheel had a second wheel turning crosswise within it. Verse 11, The cherubim could move in any of the four directions they faced without turning as they moved. I don't understand this one. <laughs> I don't understand this one. They went straight in the direction they faced, never turning aside. Verse 12. Both the cherubim and the wheels were covered with ice. So the wheels had ice all over them. And the cherubim also had ice all over them. The cherubim had ice all over their bodies, including their hands, their backs, and their wings. Can you imagine that? Verse 13. <laughs> I heard somebody refer to the wheels as the whirling wheels. Verse 14. Each of the four cherubim had four faces. Okay? Four faces. So, one head with four faces. The first was the face of an ox. So that means it will have horns. The second was a human face. So the ox face will be in one direction. The human face will be in the other direction. The third was the face of a lion. And the fourth was the face of an eagle. So one head <laughs> with four different faces. If you see this one, you know, go bind them. <laughs> Verse 15. Then the cherubim rose upward. These were the same living beings I had seen beside the Keba River. Alright, so let's stop here. So we've been given the description of the cherubim. So, they say what? Each had four faces. The face in front is that of a man. The face on the right is that of a lion. The face on the left is that of an ox. The face on the back is that of an eagle. And we are told that they have eyes all around them. And each had four wings. So two pairs of wings. It said, and they have legs of men, but their feet were cloven like cow's feet. So you see the, the leg like a man's leg. But when it gets to the foot side, it becomes like um, cow or cow's feet. With a cleft in it like that. Alright. Which shone like brass. And then they also have four human hands which are located under each of the wings. You see, the sheriffs have a role of being guardians. They guard. Alright? One of their, their purposes is to guard the throne of God. Okay? So, it's, it's like, the glory of God is too much. So, they, they, they have to sort of shield the, 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 the throne of God. Alright? And you realize in the book of Genesis 2, when God sent Adam and Eve out of the Garden of Eden, it was a cherub that was sent to come and guard the garden so that they would not come back. So they have a garden role. They have a garden role that they play. So this vision that Ezekiel saw, somebody animated it. I want us to, to have a look at it. Can the lights go off a little so that it will be clearer? And do we have the video? Uh-huh. So you, you, you just have and look at it. The, the video just brings the, the scripture alive. 
All right, let's pause it. So this this is what the the sheriffs look like. If you have a dream and you see this one, most likely you start. <laughs> and you see, um, Ezekiel saw this by a river, a water body. A modern day pastor would say this is a water spirit marine spirits or something i'm just showing you these things so that you are informed by information and not by emotions all right this, this is a very funny looking creature very scary looking creature but these were angels these were actually angels so let's change our minds as to what angels are what they look like there are different types of angels and they look different you realize that the main difference between the the seraphim and the, and the cherubim is what the number of wings the seraphim have six wings and the cherubim have four wings there's another type of angel which the bible refers to as the living creatures all right there's a point ezekiel referred to these ones as living creatures but i believe that was his description but when we go to um the book of revelation when we go to the book of revelation you realize that the bible describes another of of, of these revelation chapter 4 6 to 9 this is revelation chapter 4 6 to 9 said in front of the throne i i believe the living creatures are like a hybrid between the seraphim and the cherubim okay he said, in front of the throne was a shiny sea of glass, sparkling like crystal. In the center and around the throne were four living beings, each covered with eyes, just like the cherubim, front and back. Next verse. The first of these living beings was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a human face. And the fourth was like an eagle in flight. So you realize that as for the living creatures, they are four in number. Unlike the cherubim, that you have one head with all of these four different faces. This one, you have one having the face of a human being, one an eagle, one a lion, and one an ox. It's not like all of the four are on one. Do you get a picture I'm, I'm, I'm painting here? All right. So I'm highlighting the differences now verse 8 he said each of these living beings had six wings so that that is where the the hybrid thing come i'm not saying that that's that's me my thinking that they are probably a hybrid between the um cherubim and then the seraphim each of these living beings had six wings says their wings were covered all over with eyes inside out day after day and night after night they kept on saying holy 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 is the Lord God the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Hallelujah. And they said they said it day and night. So that's their job. To say this day and, and night. Alright. So these are some of the, the, the types of angels we have. We've talked about the today says school. The unclassified the archangel, the angel of the Lord, the seraphim, the cherubim, 
and then the living creatures all right so these are six different types of angels now let's talk about the activities of angels what do angels do what is their work what is their work can can, can anybody give me some of the things angels do anybody any volunteer what do angels do yes yes they worship just like we've seen with the living creatures and then the seraphim they worship what else they protect yes what else or you want me to give everything to you like that talk to me now yes first but they are messengers yes they inform all right okay so let me take you through some of the things that they do so one they worship god and the scriptures you go and read it later psalm 29 verse 1 to 2 psalm 29 verse 1 to 2 isaiah chapter 6 1 to 3 revelation chapter 4 verse 8 so they worship god the next thing they do is that they observe the people of god they watch us they observe the next time you are doing something bad don't think you're alone. <laughs> hallelujah. Why is the amen weak like that? I said hallelujah. Aha. Uh-huh. They observe. There are some people, the angels that have been assigned to observe them. They've written letters to God that change me. Change my, transfer me. Because the things, <laughs> this guy is making me see. It's corrupting my angelic soul. Yeah, so they observe. Luke 15 10, 1 Corinthians 4 9, 1 Timothy 5 21. So these are assignments for you. Go and read on these things. So the third thing is that they rejoice in the works of God, as we heard Job 38 7. They inform. They inform. We've read Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 already. That shows that they actually meant for us. Those of us who are heirs of salvation. They are meant for us. So, angels inform. And the the information they give can be in the form of an instruction. Alright. So, we have an example in Joseph being visited by an angel and the angel instructed him don't be afraid to take this woman as your wife even though she's already pregnant and you know you are not the father of the child uh-huh. so angels can prevent breakups angels can stop you from having a broken heart because Mary was on her way <laughs> to having a very, very bad broken heart. Because she had been betrothed to this guy from the time she was a child. So every fantasy of marriage she's had in her life has been Brajo. And then suddenly Brajo has come to say, hey, this thing you have been dreaming about for years, so it won't come on. It will not happen. So Mary would have been very, very, very much heartbroken. 
broken. So the angel prevented her heart from being broken. Hallelujah. Any angel that must speak to somebody. <laughs> May that angel be released in the name of Jesus. Aha. You see, in this case, they were meant to marry you. And Joseph was going to make a mistake. And it took the angel to bring him back on track. So if, if you are meant to marry the person, may, may an angel go to speak to him. Or may he speak to her. Hallelujah. Yeah. So the information is that they instruct. They can instruct. Alright. So examples Luke chapter 2, 9 to 12. Luke 1, 26 to 23. Luke 1, 11 to 17. Matthew 1, 20. Daniel 10, 11 and 14 Daniel 7 15 to 16 and then they protect let's read Genesis chapter 19 5 to 11 Genesis 19 5 to 11 and they were called unto Lot and said unto him where are the men which came in to thee this night bring them out unto us that we may know them you see the angels were <laughs> had been sent into Lot's house and the LGBT people of Sodom and Gomorrah, they said they had seen some fine guys. We saw some fine guys entering your house. And this was what they came to see. They called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came into thee this night? Bring them to us that we may know them. They know them to chat with them. <laughs> when Bible says no, you know <laughs> what he's talking about. That's what the LGBT people in they were doing. Yes. Now all the letters are inside. By the time we realize, <laughs> we just call it the alphabet. <laughs> Every day one is being added. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. <laughs> Next verse. So Lot stepped outside to talk to them, shutting the door behind him. Verse 7. Please, my brothers, he begged. He too, he's a very bad negotiator. You see what he offered them. I don't know which father would do that. He begged, don't do such a wicked thing. Next verse. Look, I have two virgin daughters. Let me bring them out to you. And you can do with them as you wish. If I were the children, you know divorce is not only between father, mother and father. Children too can divorce. I would have divorced them. I'm telling you. All these men, you are going to release your two daughters to them like that. They are virgins. Let me bring them out to you and you can do with them as you wish. But please, leave these men alone. You see, he had, he had been able to discern that those men were not human beings. Uh-huh. There, are, there are human beings that will come your way who are not human beings. May, may you be able to discern that they are not human beings. He said, but please, leave these men alone for they are my guests and, and are under my protection. But your children, they are not under your protection. This man have a problem with him. Verse 9. Stand back, they shouted. Just said they had, they had meant to do whatever they wanted to do. This fellow came to town as an outsider and now he's acting like our judge. So now they were angry with Lot that we, we have our way of doing things here. Don't come and tell us what we don't want to hear. He said, we'll treat you far worse than those other men. That means if you don't give me, that's the man. 
<laughs> they, they didn't like their girls, so <laughs> I said they, they have vowed that it's only men they like. God have mercy on them. But God didn't he didn't have mercy on them. <laughs> he said, We'll treat you far worse than those other men. And they lunged towards Lot to break down the door. Now, either they were going to rape him or kill him. You see how it sounds strange? But I just want to do something bad to him. But look at what happened. Verse 10. But the two angels reached out and pulled Lot into the house and bolted the door. Verse 11. Then they blinded all the men, young and old, who were at the door of the house. So they gave up trying to get inside. Any spiritual intruders into your home, any evil beings that have been set into your house, May the angels that the Lord will assign to your life and into your house cause them to be blinded in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And we declare that by the ministration of those angels, the works of the enemy against your home and against your life will not see the light of day. If you believe that, shout amen. amen. So angels protect. They protect. That is why it's a good prayer to petition God to send angels to protect your home. And when you pray that prayer, God will answer you. Hallelujah. Yes. Especially if you are, you are the type that you have, been, you have been experiencing strange phenomena in your home. Strange noises. And then the light is doing... <laughs> you need another kind of presence in the house. You need another kind of presence in the house. Hallelujah. That, 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 there must be some big angels sitting on top of your roof. When they come and they say, Charlie, I had yet. It is a no-go area. I've told you before that there was a time somebody was looking for my house. And he didn't know exactly. He knew the neighborhood, but he didn't know the exact house. So he was in the neighborhood. He was like, oh, which one could be his house? He turned and he saw one house and there was a large angel standing on top of the roof. And he said, this must be the house of the man of God. He came and rang the bell and my wife came to open May angels be released into your home. If there are no angels in your home today, by this teaching and by this knowledge that you have, may the Lord release them into your home in the name of Jesus. May they protect your family members in the name of Jesus. The Bible said he will give his angels charge over you that your foot shall not be dashed against a stone. May this scripture come alive in your life today in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. There are some places the devil doesn't take his things. Oh yeah. And from today, your house is one of those houses. There are a lot of things that happen in the realm of the spirit. Just that God protects us from seeing them. A lot of us, we don't see certain things because we can't handle. We can't, you, imagine you are driving into your house and then you see an angel standing there. Hey, is this my house? Is this my house? I said, you think you are lost, you know. But God sends angels to protect. God sends angels to protect. There was a woman of God in the U.S. in the seventies. It's not the one you think. When we mention woman of God in the U.S., there's one name that is not that one. And she had served God very faithfully. In her old age, there was a day she was crossing the street, a zebra crossing. There they respect zebra crossing. Not in Ghana, like, you are selling a zebra crossing. When they give you way, you thank them. 
forgive you. It's your right. <laughs> in fact, it's, the, it's their responsibility to stop when they get to the, the zebra crossing. So they got to the zebra crossing. This woman was crossing. And she finished crossing, but the driver that was right in front was still not moving. So everybody, ping, 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 ping. Ah, the woman has finished crossing. She's going. Why are you not moving? There was an entourage following her and he was waiting for them to finish crossing invisible entourage of angels may a whole retinue of angels follow you when you are going around in the name of Jesus when you have that any demon that they sent you say me he <laughs> said me 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 no 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 they will not go that's why the devil doesn't take his things to certain people because there are angels. Elisha had angels surrounding where he was staying. His servant was seeing the, 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 the natural chariots. But God opened his eyes. Hallelujah. And so angels protect. When you are traveling, there are angels flying with your vehicle. Sometimes an entire, uh, what do you call it? VIP bus has angelic protection because of one person just one person and that person is you hallelujah because of you that vehicle cannot have an accident cannot have an accident no it cannot planes as they are flying there are some of them there are angels that are following them and it's because of one or two people it's because of one or two people so angels have a major responsibility to protect hallelujah number three they comfort and strengthen usually don't see them come to do it there are times you receive strength and you are not even sure it's like it's like you 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 feel discouraged but suddenly some hope just comes alive in you i'm sure you've experienced it before me i've experienced it several times at times it's like you are down maybe even before administration there are times there's nothing in your head you don't feel like your spirit man is even alive enough to go and pick the microphone but suddenly something comes from somewhere something just comes from somewhere it is angelic strengthening let's read Luke chapter 22 verse 42 to 43 this one was Jesus himself who is God even he, he needed angelic assistance how much more you this was when his human side was coming when he was going to be crucified he said Okay, so the, the previous, let's read the previous day so that you get there. He said, Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will to be done, not mine. He was trying to negotiate, but I realized that this negotiation didn't go anywhere. So he changed his language at the end of the whole thing. And the next verse, the Bible says, Then an angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. Any assignment you are supposed to carry out, and you are feeling unworthy, you are feeling too weak to carry it out, I pray for you today that God will send an angel from heaven to come and encourage you. God will send an angel from heaven to come and strengthen you. God will send an angel from heaven to equip you with whatever you need to, to be able to carry out that assignment in Jesus' name. Now, so Jesus needed it. They came and strengthened him. If this ministration hadn't taken place, the cross would have probably not, not have happened. Because the guy was at a very bad place. Now he's beginning to think twice. This thing that you, you, you 
who have planned from <laughs> from the foundations of the earth. They said the, the Lamb of God that was slain before the foundations of the earth. Just say you've been slain already. You just let it happen in the physical. <laughs> and you know, his human part was beginning to show. It took the strengthening of an angel. Hallelujah. Uh-huh. Sometimes people need angels to strengthen them to continue in the marriage. Mm. <laughs> an angel must come and hold your hand and strengthen you that hey Elijah needed an angel to come and tell him that Lamas I'll get up and eat for this journey is long for better for worse it's long ago so <laughs> anywhere you need strengthening may you receive it in the name of Jesus number four they deliver Acts chapter 5 verse 19. They deliver. Acts chapter 5 verse 19. Now these were apostles that were in prison. He said, but an angel of the Lord came at night, opened the gates of the jail and brought them out. Then he told them, verse 20, go to the temple and give the people this message of life. Hallelujah. Any form of prison you are in, financial prison, whatever prison, prisons represent limitations anything that represents a limitation in your life a prison can be a besetting sin it can be a weakness that is in your life may the lord send an angel to break you out in the name of jesus christ of nazareth yeah so these were apostles it took an angel to come and break them out of prison number five they execute the judgment of god they execute the judgment of god if you read Exodus chapter 12, 13 and 23, we read Genesis chapter 19, verse 13. That was with the Sodomites. We read 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 35. Let's read 2 Kings chapter 19, verse 35. Angels, they are like soldiers, they obey what they are told. When they are told kill, they kill. Like they, they this, there's no time for them to oh <laughs> let me, you know. Uh, no, 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 no. He said that night an angel of the Lord went out to the Assyrian camp. An angel, that means it's one. Oh. So it's possible this one, right? It was God Himself. <laughs> out to the Assyrian camp and killed how many? 185,000 Assyrian soldiers. That's what one angel can do. So if one of them is standing in front of your house, can you imagine the level of protection you are carrying? He said, when the surviving Assyrians woke up the next morning, they found corpses everywhere. Hallelujah. Yes. So they execute the judgment of God. And this one, it was on a group of people, but they can also execute judgment on an individual. Acts chapter 12, verse 23. Acts 12, 23. He said, instantly an angel of the Lord struck Herod with a sickness because he accepted the people's worship instead of giving the glory to God. So he was consumed with worms and died. This Herod was causing so much trouble. Wasn't he the same one who beheaded one of the apostles? Uh So angels are sent with judgment to the wicked, to those who don't want your progress. Don't don't assume that everybody likes you. Assume that everybody, we Christians, we don't have enemies in the physical. In the physical, everybody is our friend. 
But when we meet in the spirit, it's a different ballgame altogether. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So this you're this and going to clap on them. And it's a waste of time. Insulting them and fighting them. And blood, it's a waste of time. If you believe there's a fight, fight it in the spirit. Hallelujah. Yeah. So angels are, are instruments of God's judgment. And you see, I'm teaching you these things so that you know how to pray. And you know how to pray. Invoke angels into matters, into situations. It is accepted for you to pray to God to release an angel into a situation. Oh yeah. When somebody needs a healing, you pray that God send an angel to touch the person and bring healing to the person. When a loved one of yours is going to travel and you don't feel fine in your spirit you pray for God to release angels to go with him or her so the angels there we don't command them they are not under our command they are under the command of God himself that's why they call him the Lord of hosts so you petition their commander it's like you want the military to do something for you you can't just go there and go and call soldiers hey hey you must have an insider there a boss there that oh as they have put a ban on noise making, maybe some young guys will try and come and misbehave. So give me two macho men in uniform with big, big guns. So that is how it is. You petition heaven that God release angels. So you must add that to your prayers. Hallelujah. As I've told you the things, it's, it's accepted to pray for God to release judgment angels too. But tamper judgment with mercy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Eh, God is love. <laughs> so we must demonstrate love. So these things are meant for us to see what angels do. What God has designated them to do for us. And I want us to pray this morning. I feel very strongly that in this month of June, there will be a lot of angelic activity in our lives in our homes God will use angels to do things for us I know people who have received divine provision through angels yeah I know somebody who needed money for something somebody just walked in somebody they didn't know the person just came and left an envelope with money in it after now they've never seen the person again they don't even know like when they describe nobody even knows the person around the Bible says, for some have entertained angels without knowing. There are angels that are walking, they look like human beings, but they are actually angels. In the same way too, there are demons that are walking around, they look like human beings, but they are demons. Yeah. But may the demons be far away from you. May the demons be far away from your family. May they be far away from your children. And may the angels rather come and visit you and bring good things. Hallelujah. We are going to pray that in this month of, of June and beyond, may God release his angels into our lives. If you have somebody who needs healing, you want to petition God to release an angel to go and touch that person. We want to stand up to our feet right now and we want to pray that Lord, in this month of June, May I experience angelic visitations. May I experience angelic ministrations. May my family experience protection from angels. In the name of Jesus, just lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. 
in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Angels to protect you. Angels to protect your children. Angels to protect your fathers, your mothers. In the name of Jesus. Let angels bring divine provision in the name of Jesus. Where you need divine provision, let it be released in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it be released in the name of Jesus. Let it be released in the name of Jesus. Let it be released in the name of Jesus. Accidents that the enemy has planned. May the Lord send angels to intervene in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. For some of you, you need the angels to come and strengthen you. There's an area of your life for which you are giving up. You need the strength to go on. You need the strength to finish that assignment. Pray for the release of angels in the name of Jesus. Pray for the release of angels in the name of Jesus. You want to pray specifically for your home. Now Lord, let the angels take their place. Let the angels occupy my home. Let the angels protect my home. In the name of Jesus, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Angels, angels on assignment. Angels on assignment. That the Lord will release angels into your home. And believe that as you are praying, it is so. In the name of Jesus. To repel every attack of the enemy. To send back any flying arrow that is directed at your home. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. May the Lord release his warring angels. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. May they drive away every negative presence in your home in the name of Jesus. And pray for angels to be released to your workplace. Angels to be released to, 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 to your business site. Angels to be released into your school. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let them drive away every negative presence. Every negative presence, any presence that is not the presence of God, in certain homes there is chronic sickness because there are certain kinds of presence that there's a presence in there that is not the presence of God. You want to pray that the angels of the Lord with flaming swords of fire will move into your homes, drive away every evil, every squatter in the name of Jesus. Every un un uninvited guest that is hovering around in your home, let the angels of God be released into your home right now. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, for your relatives that need healing, for your relatives that need a touch, may God send his angels to touch them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray in the next one minute. Petition the heavens for the release. Petition the heavens for the release. Petition the heavens for the release. 
let the angels take their place in the name of Jesus let the angels take their place in the name of Jesus let the angels take their place in the name of Jesus and something just dropped into my spirit and I want us to pray the month of June is typically characterized by a lot of floods I mean May has been terrible if we are going to go by that pattern it means there's worse yet to come remember the year that there was this gas explosion combined with the rain there were many Christians who had testimonies of angelic deliverance there are people who said they saw men come to carry them out of the water it's like they were about drowning and people just came and carried people they didn't know from anywhere they just couldn't see the people again we want to pray for a release of angelic activity over the city of Accra in this month of June especially during the floods especially for the children of God we don't want situations where people's cars will be carried away and they themselves are going to drown that God himself will position angels to deliver his children from these situations lift up your voice I want you to take this prayer seriously lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray over the entire nation Lord let angels bring deliverance to your children in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. Sala branda la bahaya. Gada branda la mokota. In these times of floods, Lord, let your angels deliver your children. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God. Lift up your voice and pray that in their going, in their coming, divine protection will be their portion. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, release angels all over the city of Accra and beyond. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Rada Brandalabashanda Kapa, Zelere Baranamasontoria Kapa. Let people experience divine deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Inexplicable deliverance in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lift up your voice and pray with fervency. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Lift up your voice and pray right now for an increase in angelic activity over the city of Accra and beyond during these times of floods in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and pray especially for your relatives for your loved ones the people that matter in your life that none of these people will be victims in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the son of the living God lift up your voice and pray in the next one minute just lift up your voice and pray in alaba zagadabro se kelebranda men lemranda la masuni akata libranda la barabara barabara shukata laba
Ida barabaraba, celebrandalaba. And I pray for you today. That the Lord will introduce you into the realm of angelic assistance. Where you need help, may the Lord release an angel to help you. Where your breakthroughs need angels to cause certain things to happen, may God cause those things to begin to happen in your life now. In the name of Jesus. And I declare that the blood of Jesus is sprinkled all over your home. It's sprinkled all over your vehicles. That divine protection is your portion. That according to the word of God that says that he will give his angels charge over you. And your foot shall not be dashed against the stone. I declare that it is so in your life today. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Anybody under the sound of my voice who drives. May an angel be assigned to go with you in your going. And may an angel be assigned to come with you in your coming. In the mighty name of Jesus. And as you sit in public transport. If for nothing at all, because of you alone. May an angel be released to move with those vehicles. In the name of Jesus. I declare that because of you and your presence in that vehicle, people's flesh will not be meat for the enemy and people's blood will not be drunk by the enemy in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And in this period of floods, as you go out, may an angel follow you. As you come in, may an angel follow you. As you sit in your vehicle, may an angel follow you. And I use you as a point of contact and I pray for the same for your loved ones. For your fathers, for your mothers, for your brothers, for your sisters, for your friends, for your loved ones. May you not hear any bad news during this period in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. And any evil presence that hovers around in your home, in your workplace. Today we petition heaven to send his ministering spirits with flaming source of fire to drive away every presence that is not the presence of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Any evil presence in any home that is causing sicknesses, that is causing confusion, that is causing people to have nightmares. Let the angels of the Lord be released to evict them now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. We declare that your homes are purified, your homes are sanctified, and that angels are taking their places in your homes. Angels are taking pla their places in your schools. Angels are taking their places in your workplaces. Angels are taking their place at your business site. And we declare that divine protection is yours. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. May somebody receive a miracle of divine provision through angelic ministration in this month of June. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the son of the living God. Let strange provision be somebody's story before this month comes to an end in the mighty name of Jesus. When you are in a situation where you look to the left and the right and you don't know where help is coming from, may God send an angel from heaven to bring the solution in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And I declare that you are blessed and you are highly favored in Jesus' name. Amen. Trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed.